Hi, this is Dr. Colleen Meyer with We Lead, and today our guest is Cinnamon Alvarez. Cinnamon, tell us a little bit about you. Okay, so first question, usually I'm asked, is Cinnamon your real name? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, an, it's not a stage name, uh, but you know, I haven't gone into acting or anything like that yet. <laughs> um, so about myself, I am an entrepreneur. I own a lighting manufacturing company. I have also owned a fitness franchise. I have owned and founded an art gallery. I do some life coaching and I am the technically number one best-selling author of the book, Generating Your Own Happiness. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, what made you decide to become a woman entrepreneur? Oh, so the true story is that I was uh, young and I was out of college already and I was working like three different part-time jobs and I went to happy hour with a friend of mine and I don't drink very much alcohol and I had one margarita and, and next thing you know, we were giving each other advice and I thought that I was way off track and I wanted to be in the design world and I, I wasn't happy where I was. So I went to work the next day and I told my boss either I wanted to own the company or I was going to go start fresh. And he stood up and put his newspaper under his arm because he was kind of like the absentee owner. So I thought I was doing it all. And he looked down at me, tall man, and he says, you think you have what it takes to run a business? I'll talk to you next week. And he left. And I went, oh, no, I just quit my job. What am I going to do? <laughs> True story. And so I went to the bookstore and I bought a book, How to Write a Business Plan. And I, so, so my trick, my trick today, the part when I was young of how I ended up being an entrepreneur and, and what works for me today with every other business is I am pretty good at like jumping off the cliff is what I call it and committing myself. So like in that instance, I put my foot in my mouth and I had to do it. At least I felt like I had to do it. And that was with every other business, the same thing is once I have that spark of inspiration and I think I want to do something, I take action immediately and I'm committed. What was that business that you started? What was your very first business? Oh, my, well, my very, uh, let me see, timeline technically, I probably bought into the Jazzercise franchise first, but I just became an instructor. Um, but it was a franchise business, so I started to understand business a little bit. But it was probably within like two months when I started my lighting company, A19, that I still have today. That's amazing. Yeah. What do you think is your, your most successful accomplishment in the business realm? In the, in the business realm? Well, I would say personally publishing my book, um, Generating Your Own Happiness. And I think the reason I consider that the biggest accomplishment is twofold. One was because I honored a sense of feeling called to do it. Um, and two, because it was challenging for me. Uh, I knew as soon as I had this like feeling, it was like the sky parted open, you know, and God tells you, you're going to do something. And I, I remember being afraid and, and I was never competent. I didn't feel competent. I'm competent, mm -hmm. I guess. But I, I felt like that was my one area of inadequacy where I wasn't educated enough in writing. And that's where I, I was timid. And so when I took that on, I didn't know what I was writing about I definitely didn't feel like I was experienced at all, um, but I accepted this challenge, like this sense of knowing that that was what was next for me. And so that's why I consider it my biggest accomplishment. 
was there any one thing that inspired you to write the book? Uh, yeah, I think that that like I described the the sky parting open. I mm -hmm. think what had happened at that stage is I had already owned two businesses and operated simultaneously um, 15 years on top of each other. And I had already founded an art gallery, but I was single most of the time. And I had um, recently gotten married and people were telling me that I couldn't have three businesses because I had three. I couldn't have three businesses and be a good stepmother and, and wife at the same time. And so I, I sold my Jazzercise fitness franchise and I gave away my art gallery business because those two were my like hobby businesses and I kept my lighting business and that was very tough for me. It was an emotional time because I really loved the other two businesses and more than the money, they fed my soul. And so there was this mm -hmm. like missing. And so to answer your question, the inspiration to write the book was really me doing that like soul searching and asking those questions like what was it that was so meaningful and what was it about like my fitness business specifically that made it seem so easy like I was almost an instant success and so I was in that quandary like that soul searching stage and that's where that spark of inspiration came I was just like you know what you have a message it's time for you to write a book if you were talking to a young female entrepreneur, what would you say was the one thing that they really like need to hear some advice? Mm. Do it. Don't think about it. Don't ask people's advice. Just jump off the cliff. That's what I describe it as and, and make a commitment and do it. Um, I think too much time is spent in second guessing ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, and I see too many people say they want to do something and there's more regret from not doing it than any failure or having it not turn out the way that you wanted it. So that would be my, my biggest advice. And I think that, and Colleen, you can even tell me probably in your studies, is I've read that women, when you compare the genders, that a lot of times mm -hmm. women won't commit, they have a higher level, a higher standard of competency before they sign themselves up for a particular job task or take on something um, where men might be more competent or more comfortable faking it until they make it. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say, don't let that hinder you. Like you can do anything you want. Don't play small and just jump in so that you're fully committed. And that that's my trick for success. That's what I recommend for any woman. You know, Cinnamon, I'm glad you touched on that because in my research for my dissertation, one of the things we did find was women have a higher fear of taking that risk than men do. They're less likely to get loans from banks or credit unions. So there is that. More risk adverse. Mm, exactly right. So mm -hmm. you're, let's talk a little bit about your lamp company. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Do you, what kind of lamps do you make? Yeah. I make, oh, in fact, there's one behind me. It's not lit. I saw it. It's nice. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so I make ceramic lighting fixtures because I'm, I wanted to be artistic. I knew when I was young that I had some artistic talent, but I didn't know how to make money off of that. So my lighting company is all ceramic lighting fixtures, and they're specifically either hanging pendant lights or wall sconces. And a wall sconce 
is a light fixture that's mounted to the wall, like in a hotel corridor or down a hallway. And then because they're made out of ceramic, we can make them any color. Um, and that's actually how I got introduced to this line of work is one of my many jobs to get myself through college. I was working for an artist, um, but I started by painting faux finishes. And so ceramic, you can paint it, glaze it. Um, you know, I, I was doing faux finishes to make them look like metal, like wood, like leather. And that's really how I got into it. Um, but what was brilliant and the original idea of making a ceramic piece, a lighting fixture was not mine. Um, but by making it a light fixture, it has a higher perceived value. So if you're starting a business for, versus like if I was making only art, that does have a, in fact, I was talking to somebody recently about potentially 3D printing and a vessel that's a piece of art could have a very high price tag, but something like a bowl or a cup or other pieces of ceramic that we use in our life every day, they don't have as high of a perceived value. So, um, yeah. I mean, you asked me before about other advice. I did learn in design school that no, I, nothing, what did my instructor tell me? It was, if it's good, it's been done before. So another mistake that we could potentially make is wanting to have this like one of a kind original idea. And in no way am I telling you to copy or plagiarize or steal anything. But I also don't want you to obsess and get worried about being completely original. So I look to, um, and I'm not answering your question specifically, Colleen, now, but I look to other industries for ideas. I look to competitors for ideas. And I'm always recycling and reusing ideas all the time. So if you ever get stuck, I think the biggest area, too, we talk about women being risk adverse. But mm -hmm. I, my biggest setback, that's not a question you asked me, but my biggest setback is when I get stuck and I don't know how. Um, that can take me out of the game almost instantly, which is ironic because as the entrepreneur business owner, the things that come to you are always the things that nobody else knows how to do. Um, and so I guess where that's relevant is you can look to other industries and other people who have done it and you don't have to come up with a solution all by yourself. There's help. Can you give me an example of what maybe one time that you have done that where you looked at for other industries and got an idea and applied it to your business? Ooh, yeah. Let me think if I can think of something. Well, uh, not necessarily answering your question exactly, but when I started the art gallery, I had lighting business experience on the manufacturing side. I had fitness experience, but I had no art gallery experience at all. Um, and where it benefited me was that I didn't have, I didn't know the bureaucracy of the industry and I didn't have any perceived limits. So I just did it anyway. Um, and what I, what was interesting is what I remember a, an experience I had, all of a sudden I had this big opening and we got published in a magazine and wow. some, and some big um, profiles within our local art community were there. And they said, Cinnamon, how did you get this gallery on the map like overnight? And so that would be an example of it, of success by not following the norm for art galleries. I didn't have any experience and I didn't look to art galleries to model after in that case. I just did what I knew from manufacturing, you know? <laughs> and so there's an idea of where I would say, um, don't necessarily look at your direct competitor or your industry only, like take ideas from other industries because that really benefited me. Um, and then later I ended up learning about 
all of the obstacles that the industry faces, but because I didn't know anything to hold me back, it, they didn't get in my way. I didn't have to face those. I didn't have those obstacles because I didn't know there were any. You know, when I was um, working through my doctoral program, <clears throat> I took a class on innovation. And it's exactly, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, exactly what you're saying in that class. It was talking about looking at other industries, what are they doing and how can you incorporate it? Because there's, there's things that you won't even think of, like you were saying in one industry that can apply to something else. And that's where true innovation comes from. You know, and I think not knowing the, you didn't have all those preconceived ideas. You know, this is the issues this is facing, or this is, you know, what these other business owners are doing. You just said, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do it. And, and you didn't have all those roadblocks. And I think that's very, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and, you know, roadblocks, one of the most common, so I told you that I get stopped if I, if I get stuck in my, it's mindfulness, right? If I'm thinking to myself, oh, I don't know how, but another really big roadblock is I need X in order to do Y. And, and so I think sometimes if you are really following the rules too much, you think you might be lacking something and you can't move to the next step. Um, so that's where if you look outside of the box at something else for an idea. You know, I look to plumbing parts. I'm, I'm looking at all different types of things design all the time. If it comes to website design, I, I am also, it's also smart business. You don't want to look the same as your competition. You want to separate yourself. So, and you're not going to get accused of, you know, you're not going to have somebody watching you and thinking, oh, well, that's my, you know, my color palette. If it's, uh, you know, if you're, if I'm in lighting manufacturing and I get a color palette from somebody who's a life coach, for example, like, you know, there's no, there's no security or breach or anything on stealing a color palette. <laughs> so, yeah. If someone wanted to get a hold of you and do you have a website they can go to for your oh. lighting company? I do. So my lighting company is a19.com. Oh, the letter A, the number 19. <laughs> I'm, in my, I'm in my office in my little showroom at A19 right now. Um, when I have a website for generating your unhappiness. So oh, cinnamon at gener, I think it, ah, good question. Info at generating your own happiness.com. But I have websites, a19.com and generating your own happiness.com. Well, go ahead and send that to me, cinnamon. And when I post the video, I'll make sure I put that information on there. Okay. I'm not used to plugging myself. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I just want to say thank you for taking the time and coming in and speaking to us. And I appreciate it very much. Absolutely. Thanks for the work you do, Colleen. It's a big contribution. Thank yeah. you.